what did I just say? Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Carrie. And we're, we're too, too drunk, drunk to check. I think what happened is I threw you off because I was getting it. And you were getting it. And you were like, what? No. We got it. We got it. We did. Well, I mean, it didn't sound right, but we definitely, we both had it. We both. At the same time, just not right together. Things. Doesn't matter. We fucking got it. <laughs> oh my God, we did it. <laughs> How many far in? That was like, I don't know. Seven I think years. I think we got it on the last one, too. I'm so proud of us. Sarah and I are going to talk about The Menagerie Part 2. Yes, that is our plan. We have had some technical difficulties, so forgive us if we panic at any point, assuming that we have lost our recording. (laughs) Our recording has been steadfast this entire time, and we never thought twice about it, but... Then it crapped out while we were watching the episode again. And so now we had to invite this evil brother. And I just, I think you clearly can't trust the evil brother. Like you shouldn't even try, but But we we have to. But we are. Yeah. Craig's offline. He's not even here. We we only have Garrick. Oh. Yeah. You know what? We got to do what we got to do. That's our, our fans need us, Sarah. They need us. You, Krista. (laughs) You, Sharon. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all we have, right? <laughs> uh, no, not a, not according to our downloads. <laughs> oh, well. oh, Dallas listens. Hi, Dallas. Dallas. We have several people who listen. Yeah. I would. I shouldn't call them fans. I actually shouldn't say that Dallas listens. I should say Dallas listened one time to the first episode. <laughs> I know that Rob listened to the first episode because he quoted something that I said in it, but I uh. doubt it's gone past that at all, which I get. I don't know if I'd listen to me. I like to I be would. me. I listen to it every <laughs> week, so. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. Sarah yeah. does all the editing, which props to her because we complicated it. We did real well. It's yeah. going to be good, guys. It's going to be real good. I'm excited. But I, I definitely, I listen to every one of them. Um, usually before we have to post them because we're kind of far ahead now in our backlog. That's but true. I, it was real good. It was yeah. Best. <laughs> We, we we think we're doing a great job, honestly. We really do. <laughs> yeah. Best we can. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So the Menagerie Part 2 starts out with what I think might actually be the most clever way to do a previously on. Yeah. It's a personal log from Kirk where he is kind of like reliving the events. He says, like, I can't believe the events of the past 24 hours. Spock has pled guilty to all charges. And he's, you know, standing for general court-martial, like, all of this stuff. He Like, Kirk's still thinking all of this, and he's like, why is all of this happening? The only answer that uh, Spock will give was on the screen in this strange, you know, I guess... They, they call it like a testimony, but like they don't know where this video is coming from or they know it's coming from Talos 4, but they don't understand how it exists. And which is something that is answered in a pretty cool way. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually they did really well with a lot of things in this episode, aside from the things that they did very poorly, which <laughs> we've been through. Like, this is yeah. not our first day at the rodeo, but yep. the whole thing is just like. At first, you don't even realize that it's a previously on. You think it's because it's, some of it's new footage. Yeah, it's a well, it's new audio at least. Like, yeah, and you just don't know it's happening. And then 
eventually like you you catch on to the fact that they're just retelling the whole last episode and then they cut to the intro and you're like oh that was a previously on star trek exactly it was so good like it's very clever and then it goes to an intro so it's just like when you have like a two-parter in any other show they give you the hey this is what happens here's your intro and then we jump right in on any of them now like you can you have to skip the intro skip the recap we just don't recap so you skip it because that's you've already seen it and so don't skip this one guys if you're watching oh yeah it was it was not the worst thing i've seen and for being the original series that's that's a leap yeah Yeah. (laughs) so the images are continuing to transmit onto the screen from talus 4 and it is they reconvened to the close session and yeah. then and so starfleet so they're saying that they they can't keep getting this transmission starfleet saying no to the transmission and spock says well you don't have a choice yeah it's, it's, it's illegal for them to get this transmission yeah. because everything about talos 4 is a hard pass you're not allowed to do anything to do with them and so they're like, well, you can't get this. And then Spock's like, well, that's we not are. your choice. Yeah. So we are getting uh, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you guys can try all you want to do what you got to do, but you're going to get this transmission. So, and I find it interesting because at this point, Spock says the keeper will, is going to be transmitting, but then later on we get the name uh, and they're called the magistrate. So well, the keeper is probably like the zookeeper. You get one zookeeper, and maybe oh, yeah. the people are the magistrate or something. I don't know. Either way, the keeper is going to... Yeah, so um, it goes back to the screen, and we see Pike in this room, and this is like the memory, and there's like these... <laughs> Carrie called them garbage bag walls. They're they are. Rocks. They they do not look like the styrofoam rocks that we've seen in every other episode where there's stalactites or stalagdics. Uh, yeah. There's nothing like that. It just looks like they had a wall and then they put it some black plastic garbage bags and kind of like crumpled them up a little bit and then glued them on. And then uh, they spray painted green for where there's supposed to be moths in these like weird caves. I hate them. They look... <laughs> They look look like what uh, would have been set up in like a haunted house, (laughs) like if you were walking through like a haunted house on Halloween, and they like needed to make like cavern walls, and somebody just stapled like face. (laughs) Yeah, shitty hefty bags to the wall. They were like, "Oh, it's so dark, and you don't know what's happening." They did look; they weren't quite as shiny as a black plastic bag, but it definitely was like some form of. Just shitty plastic. It was really crinkly. Hated yeah. it. Yeah, it it was all of those things. And uh, we go to he's like trying to hit this force field, but he he can't get through. And then the aliens with the big heads come in, and he tries talking to them. And he's like, "Can you hear me?" And he says, "Like you know, I'm from the Enterprise. We're peaceful. Blah blah blah." And then like the aliens with the big heads, like start like thinking to each other but like when yeah. they do it their heads get all they have veins in their heads and they get all pulsy and it's really gross and it happens I, every I do time. I want to point out that so these somebody spent a lot of fucking time making these two 
giant heads propping. Yeah. Like Ugh. somebody did a lot of work and there was somebody behind them with because you could see at one point, like in the back, it looks like a butt, and then there's like sort of a yeah. purple dot. Like it's a little bit different, like a discolored dot in the center. And I'm pretty sure that that's where you hook the hose so that somebody can pump to make the the veins throb when they're yeah telepathying. Yeah, when they're like thinking, it looks like a like a pulse in their head while they're yeah. thinking to each other. It's but mechanical. It's, oh yeah, it's not. It's it's definitely somebody's doing it. Yeah, it's, it's shitty sixty, but they. they did okayish, but it's really unnerving to actually really watch gross. it because it's like there is zero percent chance that any species that have has like any kind of problems would evolve to have all these giant veins on the outside. Like that's so stupid. Well, I mean, but they're I guess that's something kind of spoilers, but like they're evolved to just have brains. Like they they don't have any predators on this planet. Not, nothing hurts them. Like, but you can fall and hurt your head. Like, people die from head injuries all the time, but we don't make giant throbbing veins on the outside. They don't have to do anything. They're, only, they're all brain. They've, they've, just, they've brained their way out of hurting themselves. It seems like poor evolution. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> really poor evolution. Y'all should have thought about that a little better. But it is an, a terrifying, but probably really intricate visual effect. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> and these aliens are basically thinking to each other um that this is a a primitive life form it's he, they're they're like he's really dumb he's gonna use like a fear reaction and try and get out and then he does exactly what he can he can hear them he says like you're not talking but i can hear you so he knows what they're thinking which is that he's going to do this and then he does it anyway i like, i, I like, love that actually I got. <laughs> I was like, uh, my notes say he's doing exactly how dumb they think he is. Exactly. <laughs> it's they so stupid. It. They're yeah. like, he's going to try and show his prowess by fighting. And he's just like, yes, I am. You won't yeah. keep me in a cage. Then I'm going to do it. And then yeah. it doesn't work. And they're like, whoa, weird. Yeah. <laughs> but then they say the specimen shows much promise more than the others. And then they're like, we're going to start the experiments on him. And it goes back to the ship where Spock says that. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, he's okay. So this is back on the ship in the memory. And Spock is talking about how the planet is too barren to support life. Like, and number one is there and she's like, so everything we saw basically was, a, was an illusion. And he's like, yeah. And there's this other guy whose name I never wrote down, who's in a lot of these scenes, who is just like explaining like how dangerous it is that they have this ability to get into our brains and create these illusions. Don't know that they ever give his name. Okay. But he's there a lot, like surprisingly a lot. Well, I guess only up until a certain point but he uh he says that uh we saw exactly what they wanted us to see they're solid and they're impossible to ignore so like he's saying like it's basically like it's real to us yeah. whatever they want us to see is real and like that would be very scary we're not smart enough for this guys this is a brain game and we lose yeah and he's saying that they might be able to like just swap 
the Enterprise right out of the sky with their brains. <laughs> like, like they have all of these abilities. Like, they're not, like, they don't want to, like, fuck with them too much, I guess, because they could be extremely dangerous, but they want their captain back. And then we go back to the planet where Pike's just, like, wandering around his cage, like, kind of trying to feel for a way out. Like, he's just gonna find one magically. And he does find, I think this is the point he finds, like, the what is the food door spoilers he's like just feeling around for any sort of abnormalities and he like focuses on this square in the wall that looks recessed yeah but it's not anything that he can open at the moment and the magistrates like watch they're all watching him um and they say that they want to begin with a recent like death struggle that he's had so they send him back to a memory on rigel seven yeah and so like you get like a like a little jingle of chimes and the background changes and it's, the camera's focused on him on pike and then as the <laughs> happens it's the wayne's world that's what's in my brain now <laughs> shifts a couple inches to the side and then yeah, every- everything changes. His clothes, the background, it's all and, different. Like he's he's, just- he's not in the same spot even. It's really fucking incredible that that is what happened. Well, we've seen yeah. him do we've seen him do similar effects so often. Like we know that they're capable of doing it well. They just they, they did it with the girl eventually they do and they did it in the past with like uh bones and he had like the spots on his cheek that were disappearing yeah fine oh it was anyway (laughs) you know what maybe it's because with um bones in the past he actually was laying there very still and they were taking the things off of his face and then they record they take some things off his face and then like he probably Um, wasn't getting up and down between that and same with the girl she was standing, like, t- facing the back. Though. No, they didn't. Yeah, I don't think so. She was wearing the Renaissance dress, and then she was wearing the silver dress. Maybe it was a tear-off Renaissance dress? Is that a thing? <laughs> like a stripper dress? <laughs> yeah. They did. They just did, like, a, they did a much better job. Like, that made way more sense. Yeah, they did this one was better. awful. He had, like, jumped two inches, inches to, the right. <laughs> to the right. It was... Yeah. 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 So, um, but either way, we've changed scenes and like suddenly this blonde girl like comes running out of the background and she's just like, um, come, we must hide ourselves in like the worst possible acting you've ever seen. Yeah, Um, it's bad. (laughs) And then, like, Pike's just like, I was in a cage. I must still be there. And then she's like, the Kalar's coming. And, like, we even had to, like, stop it and pause it and take a picture. Because she's supposed to be, like, I guess distressed and trying to get him to go. But she does, like, the most ridiculous, like, like, winky face at the end of her, like screaming that they need to go and hide and yeah, she's wearing like this renaissance dress it's all sorts of strange it's so weird because she's obviously like really upset but because she can't act she she doesn't look upset she just like makes this angled wink face ah! and it's, it's so stupid look at the instagram you'll see yeah put it there. It, we put it there we promise it's so ridiculous either way (laughs) 
So then it kind of like she like runs into this castle in the background and we switch scenes to the courtroom where Bach is talking about um, Pike has made the brilliant deduction that he is still in the cage. So he knows he knows that this isn't real, but he has to do it anyways. Like and they kind of talk about how like even though he's aware, like his emotions are still like driving him here, which is at least what I got from it. Does that sound about right? Wait, what? <laughs> I was checked out. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. So, well, I was just saying, like, Spock says here that it's a brilliant deduction that Pike has made, um, that he's he's not actually there, but he still has to go through the actions. Like, it's, it's almost yes. like they're controlling his emotions that's forcing him to do it, even though he knows that none of it's real. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Because I, think I so. was kind of confused by the motivation behind all of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know that if I have if I have this whole scene in my notes, I don't even see it, Sarah. It's so. not terribly important. I was just trying to figure out like why they send him back to Rigel Seven. Like why why is this important where this Kalar is like and then like it goes back to Spike. Oh no, I think season. it's just a, a yeah. I don't. They never allude to anything. They never say anything yeah about well, like yeah it's basically like they're just, just trying to make him happy by sending him back to somewhere where he wasn't happy well i think so they had said let's put him in danger but give him something better to protect so it's possible that he had been in a similar scenario at some point yeah they said that he was in that fight at rigel seven yeah but then they gave him a girl to worry about also so that he would do better do better because maybe like he didn't go into the giant castle and fight the bad guy and they were like oh but give him something to protect and then he went into the castle and fought the bad guy they'd never really tell you what happened but either way he's being forced to relive this and he is he's going through the actions and and then we go back from spock explaining that to like the whole thing happening and he's in the castle with the woman and he's trying to figure out why it's her again he's like i don't understand why it's still you you're the girl from the camp blah 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 and then this big barbarian comes in and he's all growling like a monster but he's but it's not it's like so my daughter had a book called um something monster I don't remember exactly what it was, but you pushed a button and it went, Rawr. <laughs> and it was just a button that you could push. And it told you like on the page when you should push the button, it went, Rawr. and it was the same, like this monster had the same, it was like, Rawr. it was so like mechanical sounding, like somebody had gone to the zoo and recorded a very, very angry gorilla, gorilla and then they played the tape into a microphone. Like four times. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It was, it's terrible. Yeah. So, and then she's just in the background, like, attack while you can. And he's like, this is only a dream. And she's like, but it's going to feel real. And he says, um, tell my captors that I'm not going to perform. I'm not an animal that's performing for its supper. And she's like, but you'll, you'll feel it. And that's all that matters. And so, for some reason, that's what gets him to go, like, have a muscle tussle with this barbarian monster. I don't know why. And he Which was up- one yeah. of the few points in this episode where we had to drink the drinking yeah. rules. 
the rest of it was off. yeah the rest of it was up to us yeah we, we just drank a lot anyway we did great <laughs> yeah. but that was one of the like this maybe that's why it was so good this episode like kind of not i'm gonna take why it was tolerable this yeah. episode didn't have a lot of the same tropes that a lot of the other ones have had no, it did not. so it was it was out there it's a little bit out there yeah it it got me a couple of times i was pretty surprised so yeah. um he is foreshadowing i said it there oh you, you made an opening it got you it. there's some <laughs> foreshadowing for what's about to happen guys pike picks up a mace and a shield and I guess the barbarian already had that and like they start like fighting with the, their maces and their shields and then they're getting backed up some stairs and she's like throwing chairs like she's getting pretty dirty she's getting in there like also trying to keep this barbarian at bay uh, but they're they're backed all the way up these stairs and suddenly they're on like a the set is very similar to like the princess bride when they're having like their fencing scene. I don't know if a better way to explain it. There's just stairs up to platforms with like no walls for yeah. some reason. I don't know. I don't know why, but they're on one of these platforms with no walls and they're fighting this barbarian monster and Pike gets pushed off and he falls down from up high. And then the barbarians like attacking the girl and she's like all up there screaming. And so he like finds a sword near him and he picks it up and he throws it at the barbarian and it stabs him in the butt. Yeah. It was his butt. Yeah. There's well, no it's, else. Like, it's like between it's not like an ass cheek. It's, it's like right above it. Yeah, it's just right above his ass. It's like yeah. lower back, but it's it's his it's his butt. It is but like he gets stabbed he, in the butt. When he turns around and like looks at him, he's got his hand on his butt. He's like, "Oh, what did you do? You've thrown a sword in my butt." And then I do, this part also doesn't make sense to me, and maybe you can clarify. Like Pike's like looking around, and he picks up this really big sword and just is like holding it. And then the monster jumps down onto the sword and skewers itself. But like so it, he's he he's not standing. He is like laying on his back and then he picks up the sword because I think the monster doesn't know that he's gonna pick up a sword and so he leaps and then okay. Pike picks up this very sharp object and so when the monster leaps, he doesn't land on Pike, he lands on oh, a very sword. large sword thing. But when you're watching it it definitely seems like Pike picks up the sword before you see the monster leap. Yeah, probably. Like, like, it's definitely like the monster should have known he had a sword and was like, maybe I won't jump directly on top of him. But he's like, also a barbarian, so maybe he real dumb. That's true. Or very slow. Like, maybe he did see it before he jumped, but he'd already yeah. started jumping and he was like, well. Couldn't stop. This is I it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. And it just instantly kills him. That's it. The end. Oh, yeah. And then the girl is standing with her back to the camera, kind of like looking over her shoulder. Well, she's not looking over her shoulder yet, but she's no, like, it's, it's the it's back over. of her head. Yeah. She goes, it's yep. over. And you get like the. And like the. Exactly. The scene changes and the girl's actually there, like in the room with him at this point. You're like, what? She's real. And then we're back in the courtroom and the screen has gone dark and the images have stopped. And it's because Pike is fatigued. And the way that they show that is by him just like sitting in his wheelchair with his head down instead of up. Yeah. Like, 
you must be tired now. Like his head's down. Yeah, your head is all down. You must feel tired. You must be asleep now. And Spock says that they're going to reconvene when he's rested. And then they discuss how the aliens, the keeper and the magistrate or whatever, they want him back and they want him alive. And the Commodore says, well, I I want you to tell me what's going on here. And Spock says, well, you're not going to believe it. You just have to wait until we get there. So then we go to a captain's log where basically where Kirk says, this is the strangest trial evidence that I've ever heard. And they're one hour away from the planet, but we go back to watching all of it. So it's a really strange little like aside where they're just like, he's tired. We're going to take a nap. And yeah. now back to the story. We, yeah, we can't, we can't see anything. He's too tired. And so we're yeah. done. We're done until we start again. Until literally one second later when we're right back. now. <laughs> yep. what we're doing. Maybe it was like a commercial break there. And then we came back to a captain's log. But since we don't have commercial breaks, it felt really silly. We're back on the screen and he's asking, what's her name? Vina? Vera? Yeah. Vina. Vina. It's Vina. Yeah. Um, he's asking her, are you real? And she's like, I'm real if you want me to be. Yeah, I'm as real as you want me to be. Yeah. And they're having like this strange conversation. And she just keeps like telling him, like, I can be, you can have anything, any dream you've ever wanted, any woman, like I can be anything that you've ever wanted. And he's like, I guess kind of trying to get information out of her because he says he says like you're wearing their clothes which by the way we should talk about her dress it's pretty good like it is it's it's like the 60s but they tried to make it in the future 60s yeah so it's got like a like a it's a cowl neck kind of it's a boat neck it's a boat neck yeah it's a boat neck cowl and (laughs) it has a wrap waist and it's short, but it's like not. It's like a tank top too. Yeah, it's very metallic. Like, it looks like, and it, which this was the future for them. It looks like a homecoming dress from two thousand and three to me. Like that's what I see when I look at it. Like even the fabric, like the kind of silver shimmery fabric of it. Like it looks like something you bought at David's Bridal because it was one of the cheaper ones. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you look fantastic. Probably better than a lot of the girls, but it's not amazing. Well, you didn't have to go spend two hundred and fifty dollars on it. It was probably like maybe fifty dollars. Yeah, sixty tops. Yeah, tops sixty. Yeah. So either way, it's actually like it's a pretty good dress. But Carrie pointed out something very upsetting for me, which is that she is still wearing nylons and then she's got flips like silver flip flops on. So it's like her nylons are tucked between her toes. Ugh. One of my favorite things in life is ruining Sarah's life. (laughs) So upset. And that's what (laughs) it is right there. Yeah. But and why? you can see it. It's very, it's very, very visible that she has yeah. like sandals, like flip flops almost. There's like a toe in the middle, and Go she also has pantyhose on. It's because it makes your terrible. T- like you can't see her separate toes. They're like clubs with like one toe that comes out because it has to go uh, so bad. Either way, <laughs> um, they're having this conversation, 
how he can have anything that he dreams of any woman. And so he starts pressing her for information because that's what he wants. Like, and then he says, <laughs> he says, it's so awkward guys. Do the, he says, do they just watch me or can they feel me too? And I was like, you <laughs> so gross like oh like, what is the purpose of getting in my brain is it so that i can like mm-hmm. be real futuristic porn because that's real really alien porn like real um, alien like oh yeah how how do humans sex that's i like would a, like to experience that so voyeuristic on a whole nother level <laughs> so gross um, and he's like, uh, is there a way to like block my mind from them? And then she's like, you can't do this. And he's like, oh, that frightens you. So there, there must be a way. And she's like, you're, you're crazy. Like you can't hold it up, whatever. And then we yeah, go, like, why are you doing this? You dumb shit. We can yeah. have a perfect life where we get to be beautiful and perfect and everything is awesome. Okay. Like, why do you even want to escape dummy? Yeah, exactly. So we go to the surface of the planet where number one is just planning on exploding everything because she's a human. And And a badass. Yeah, a badass human. And so she's got these like amazing goggle glasses things that have like a black rubber like seal around the eyes and you just like pull them down over your face to like, I assume, keep the radiation out of your eyes or I don't know. They're like different than welding goggles but they look like ski goggles from the 60s but with these really wide white bands on the outside so they're very large and very round but with these they're like yellow or like brown orange tinted and then they've they've got the huge white rim and they they are not going to do shit for them i'm sorry well, they're wearing they might, them. Yeah, they are. They're all. They put them on, and they're yeah. very confidently wearing these and, to prevent damage. Yeah, that old guy is there. The one yeah. whose name we never got. But the, and this is the last time you ever see him. So he really isn't important to be on this point. But he was in all of these. It scenes. might have been in. I mean, it was the doctor. It might have been in the last episode that they said what his name was. Yeah, I think it's just more like he was probably going to be a main character because this was the pilot. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't go with this original, like, cast. So don't give a full. Yeah, and they moved on. Which, by the way, I think it honestly would have been a little bit better. But, you know, whatever. I guess well, I still want, I want both. And Scotty. And we, Definitely. What they had going for the pilot was the number one was a female, which is, like, Amazing. that's way cooler than what TOS did because they just made the females... A maid servant, Yaman, and uh, Uhura, the secretary. secretary. Yep. So they stepped back enough, the right? progression. Yeah, like, it, it seems to me that Gene Roddenberry's actual vision of the future was to have what? a woman be the right-hand man, and she's very capable, and she's very smart, and she's fantastic. And then the network was like, <laughs> no, 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 one- no, no, no. Yeah, no one's gonna believe that. <laughs> we got jobs. Uh, let's. St- they're not wearing pants. None of them are wearing pants. They're all wearing mini skirts. All the women. They don't wear Every pants. Woman. Actually, yeah. what were the women wearing in this? Pants. They're all wearing pants. Oh my god. That's why you didn't notice because you couldn't see their ass at any point in time. I couldn't see their ass, so I had yeah. no idea. They were just wearing regular pants. They're just wearing 
pants. They were just dressed like human beings. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a little bit. Jesus Christ, world. What the fuck? Yeah, well, that's, you know what? It's the 60s. Yeah. Better get them in real, real short skirts and make sure no woman has an actual job. And that's what they did. But either way, we are at number one, and she is exploding that fucking door if she has any say about it. So she's got this big machine that's like flashing all these seizure lights and like things are going crazy. And it's like, I don't know, probably like a good three minutes. And she's just like, uh, give me more power. And it's like even more flashy. And then they're like, oh, the circuits are overheating. And so she says, cease power, disengage. And like the smoke clears and the door is still there, guys. But the old guy does point out that we can't be sure of anything that we do or see anymore. So who knows? Who knows yeah. if it fucking worked? But what we see is that it didn't. And what we can comprehend is that it did not work. So. Did not work. Let's, let's go back. Moving on. Regroup. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so Pike. Wait, also, to- if oh, that yeah. guy was like, we can't have any idea if it works or not. Like, why wouldn't they why go they try to touch it? <laughs> yeah, why didn't they try? Because obviously the whole fucking thing is blown open. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, spoilers. That's a big spoiler. Yeah, but. Like, I I assume it's like they can't, like maybe the illusion presses because they do say like it's it feels real so the illusion like even if they went up and touched it maybe you would feel like it wasn't there so it's not until you're able to comprehend that it's an illusion like that it's not there like once you're able to see it that's when you can pass through it but otherwise your brain won't let you i don't know i have no don't know it's just stupid yeah so we go to bike and he's talking to her he's talking to Nira, Zira, Zero, Vina, 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 Vina. That's her name. (laughs) He's talking to Vina, and she says, "Okay, well, what can I answer for you?" And he says, "Okay, what can they do to me? Like, can they make me do literally anything?" And she says, "They can't make you do things that you don't want to do," which doesn't make sense because they've made him do a lot of things he doesn't want to (laughs) do. They've implanted things. Yeah, he probably didn't want to fight a barbarian. Yeah. But the once he believed that there was a barbarian, he wanted to fight it. Once he, you know, did other yeah. stuff. So they they can't make you like fall. It's like a genie. I can't make you fall in love. I can't kill somebody. It's like the same practical wishes. Like yes, but like eventually they do torture him, and I'm assuming he didn't want that. No, Sarah. They condition him. It's different. Okay. Well, either way. <laughs> no, that's a really good point, actually. I can't make you do anything you don't want to do except for feel intense except pain. For be in hell, literally. Literal hell. <laughs> so she starts telling him all of their dirty little secrets that there was a war on the planet. That's why everyone's underground. And she says, You're better than the theater to them. Like, I guess, like, this is like their form of entertainment is just fucking with humans brains just a little fucked up but you know here we are uh so and he says so they need more than one animal and she's like i'm a woman as real as like you you are like i i exist and he's like okay so like what are they trying to well what she kind of does she says i'm a human i'm a woman she doesn't say this is who i am what you're seeing is 
what I am. She says, I'm a woman and I'm a human just as real as you because she is at that point. She's very much exactly what she says. That's definitely some foreshadowing. She's (gasps) right. She is a woman. She's as real as he is. Foreshadowing. Maybe she's not exactly what he's seeing. She doesn't say that, but... Mm -mm. And then, the, like, it, this whole time they're having this conversation, the alien is kind of, like, walked in and is observing them. And then he starts, like, torturing her. And she's like, no, please don't punish me. And she, like, falls over backwards onto the bed. And she's, like, screaming in pain. And then she just disappears. And that's... We go back to the courtroom. It's like... Yeah. It, yeah it's it's really fucked up she's just like no no. i did what you said i did everything please don't punish me yeah and in the courtroom the commodore is just like so you were you were breeding stock like brought there for this earth woman and he gives one flash and then spock says well it was much more than that captain and like spoiler alert it really wasn't a lot more than that yeah Wait, we're going to go through what it was, but it's not a ton more than that. Uh, so we go back onto the screen and the alien has provided Pike with this beaker that is full of enough, I guess, sustenance for him. And he's like, we can make it look like anything you want. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite food, dude? Yeah. Do you want a donut? You want a steak? I don't care. You want a steak dinner with a cruelty-free yeah. steak dinner and Sarah won't shit her guts out if there's, like, eggs over easy on top? Yeah. Yes, I want that. Thank you. You want some? Would you care for it right now? Because it's going to be delicious. You're but it's definitely just, like, so a good. fancy beaker full of sludge. Sludge, yeah. And Nutrition. <laughs> yeah, it's nutrition, basically. It's just, it's like a soylent green. Yeah, consume nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> so he says what if i prefer and then the alien says to starve and then it's like well if you prefer that then you know i'm just going to and he's like basically torture you and so like the everything changes and he's legit in hell guys yeah and there's fire all around him and he's got like this weird like sludge all over his hands and he's like screaming in pain it's real brimstoney and just but here's here's the best part is he comes back from his punishment of being in literal hell and and the alien's like i used a child's fable that time yeah which is (laughs) just hell i assume yeah it is i used a child's fable next time i'll go deeper but it's so good he's like that was a child's fable um my 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 humans has she has no idea what that would be. Her hell is like getting in real big trouble. Yeah. So oh my gosh. Yeah, they could go a lot deeper than this. Yeah, but, but it's also really great because he's like, it's a child's fable that hell you believe in. Yeah, it's not real. It's not what real. adults adults don't think that dummy. Nope, just that <laughs> child that I children. have. Only one. <laughs> yep. Yep. So then he says. Why didn't you just make me hungry? And he's like, oh, wait, you can't, can you? Because you do have limitations. And then the alien's just like, don't fuck with me and leaves. And then it, it like, it changes screens. Or no, he he charges the screen. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little bit drunk and I can't read my own notes. He charges the screen. And because he was like so angry at the time, like the alien gets like startled because he 
at this point you don't really know why but it's basically because he didn't he didn't know what the guy was gonna do like he couldn't a little more it's a little more foreshadowing what he charges the guy backs up startled then that's when pike's like that had an effect oh oh Oh, see why would you why would you do that why would you back up like that Hmm? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah the the aliens then kind of just like whatever like he like he's trying to play it off like it wasn't anything but he definitely backed up when pike first charged the screen and then i guess the alien starts explaining to him that like who vena is yes vena and she is she was the only survivor of that ship that crashed there 18 years ago yeah and she was an adult when it crashed Yes. And he says, like, uh, why do you need me to be attracted to her? Are you trying to make, like, some sort of family group or, like, a community? Like, what are you trying to do? And then the alien says that the female has been properly conditioned. And he's like, you mean punished? Like, she's not the one that's fighting you here. Like, don't punish her. Punish me. And the the alien's like, oh, hmm. First, you have a protective mechanism, and now you're sympathetic. This is all going according to plan. Exactly. He doesn't do the last part, but he does say those words about being protective and then emotionally, like, and then he's like, hmm, perfect. And then he, he just turns and walks away. Like, it's not deviant really yeah. at all. And then, uh, and then Pike goes into a dream. And he's like, everything goes, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, there is fucking a beautiful picnic set up and a horse in the background on what's very obviously just a stage. Like, it's all so set up with, like, we, astroturf. <laughs> we do, we should go back right now. And at the, I think, beginning of the first episode or maybe middle beginning Pike is in his room and he is talking with the doctor who wants to be the bartender because you talk to your bartender not a doctor yeah Yeah. he just gave him a straight ass martini out of a beaker props to that guy honestly but really cool what Pike says at this point is like I don't want to be a captain anymore I just I kind of want to just go back to my home and ride horses and just like be a horse guy in my hometown like he's really like this kind of is his dream like he's been thinking about it he didn't want to be a captain anymore he just wanted to ride horses and so they bring him to this place where there's this you can see a really futuristic city sort of in the background um but there's trees and grass and horse and girl and picnic and it's very picturesque yeah you know what it kind of reminded me of what do you remember the episode of The Next Generation where Picard goes back to the vineyard that he grew up on with his brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, It reminds me a lot of that. Like, Kind of, but this looks shitty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This looks it's like it's on good. a stage. Yeah, it's on a stage. And they <laughs> rolled out some grass and threw up some shit trees yes. and put a painting of a city a in the background. Yeah, on the ground, but yes. it's like the, the, feel, the feeling of it, like yes, that he's on Earth, and they like. I feel like Star Trek always has like a very specific way that they make Earth feel, 
it's never. It feels. It always feels like home. The lighting is warm. They use like yellowish lights because it's the sun coming down on you. It's yeah. so nice. And it's never like it's never super futuristic. It still looks like Earth. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. And I, think I the, at the rate we're going, there's definitely going to be some trees. Maybe. That's totally going to happen. We'll have trees in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe still vineyards. Yeah. Um, either yeah. way. So um, cool. we have Vina sitting at the picnic and she's like, coffee, dear? And then she's like, there's a thermos in the saddlebag. And uh, Carrie pointed out that it was like a real dick move to be like, would you like some coffee, dear? Go and get it. <laughs> like a dick move. It really is. Because if I ever said that to Tim, if I was ever like, oh, hey, do you want some coffee? That implies my intention to go get it. If I wanted to be like, hey, do you want to go get, do you want some coffee? And I was, and he said, oh, I'd love that. And I was like, it's in the pot, bitch. Like, <laughs> that's so shitty. Like, that's a mean thing you do to people. Like, obviously, I would do it to him too. But usually, like, usually you'd say if you didn't want to get up and go get it, which she obviously doesn't, you'd be like, hey, there's coffee in the thermos if you want it. You yeah. would point to it out. You would tell them where it was and tell them, like, this is how you can get the coffee. Would you like coffee? It's in the thermos in the saddlebag, not coffee, dear. Like, yeah, to get it for yeah. So, yes. would you care for some? Yeah, get it yourself, dipshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, when Carrie pointed out that it was a real dick move, my first thought was, I feel like I could hear myself saying that to David. You want some coffee? Yeah, it's in the pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the kitchen, bitch. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, no, 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 no. I would, I like, I feel like I would only do it to be a dick, though, which doesn't yeah. necessarily make it better, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yep. I've gotten him coffee lots of times, guys. I know. I, I could see myself not also getting him coffee. The point is, either way, we're moving on. So he goes over to the horse and he like pets it on the nose and he's like, Tango, you old devil. And he's like, they really do think of everything, don't they? Then she's just like you can have whatever you want like once again and he's like this isn't real it's a menagerie it's like a cage like why do they even want us here like are they trying to make like a colony of slaves and she's like stop like don't you care what they're gonna do to us like she's trying to get him to stop questioning it and yeah. all, like, that's all he can do is like yeah. question shoo, 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 sweetie Come and here. then and then get your points, own coffee and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> everything's fine. We're in love and everything's great. You have a horse. Isn't this everything you ever wanted? Your horse it's that likes sugar horse. cubes that was, ar- yeah. that was already packed. Yeah. Shut they up, think, sweetie. They think of everything. So, and he says, does it block our minds from them to like think of like hate? And at this point, I, she, I guess she kind of just gives in. And she's like, yes, like primitive thoughts block like their ability to like read your mind but like it doesn't last very long like she's like i've tried it and like this is like the second time that it's been implied that she's a she's a prisoner here she's not happy she's tried to leave she's done things she's been punished like she's got a shit life she's a bad actress guys but she's got a shit mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. so like it's not great and then oh okay so my notes were okay I actually know where we're at but what happened was is I wrote love a lot when it's not love and therefore I confused myself (laughs) so 
she says, you must hate me. And he says, no, I don't hate you. Like, I, I understand. And then she's like, well, like, I knew from the very beginning that you were like this perfect specimen. And that's why they chose you and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm also very attracted to you. But my notes say she's in love he's in love which is not true <laughs> that's not what happens he's that's like he's like yeah I, I feel this weird feelings but also the way, the way that you look right now i am very attracted to this currently the way that you are being presented to me is extremely attractive especially consider we've never had a national conversation <laughs> i love you i love, I love you. you yeah so oh, oh dear it says, okay. this isn't working because you've done it. Oh, oh, okay. So guys, I just got to read, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. And then it all clicks into place. She says, maybe none of this is working because it's all, like, things you've done before. It's all, like, places you've been. And so then it changes scenes into, like, a place where he's never been before, which felt really, really culturally appropriation-y. Like, it was... It was, it was like, she was belly dancing for one. Well, no, no, no. That is not what she was doing. That's <laughs> she was what you trying to belly dance. For that's one. what you were supposed to think she was doing. But she was all green with some, like, almost looked like she was. There was like a tail hanging down, like an alligator tail. Like it was a costume and like leaves, like poison ivy esque. It was she weird. Looked, but she had like a black wig on. She looked kind of like Rizzo, but green. It was yeah, and quote unquote belly dancing, but she yeah. wasn't. She was just she like wasn't at all vagina thrusting. Yeah, in not a good way. And he is like sitting with these other guys who are like creepily eating oranges and talking about the women. Like, but he's sitting with them and he's wearing like a like a lot of silks and he's got like this necklace on that reminds me very much of like Melisandre's necklace from Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. It's all I, I think he's supposed to be like royalty that like he's this yeah. is his place. He's the king and that's all men want is to be the king. Yeah, and they are kind of going like back to the courtroom at this point too and explaining that what she is, like they've they've turned her into a oh an Orion slave dancing. Yeah. A, a, an Orion slave woman and she's just like this is how they dance. And then they say some really strange things. I don't about, care for it. They say that these these slave women, slave women. Ugh, uh-huh. I fucking. Yep. Jesus. Jesus continue, continue. Uh, continue. Are vicious and seductive like animals and that no human male can resist. So Seductive like animals animals so here's what i really really hate about this and this is something i've kind of recently learned is that like and it it goes to slavery and it goes to like just my complete lack of knowledge from like the privilege i've had for a very long time as a white woman but like this is like a a stereotype of like people of color is that they're like overly sexualized like this is a real thing that's not chill it's not cool and they're doing it with this woman who's 
not in blackface technically, but she's in green face. She's and in she, not white face. Yeah, not <laughs> she's white. Not a, she is a person of color. Yes. The color happens to be green. Happens to be green. <laughs> and they call her vicious and seductive like an animal. And it fucking yeah. It's shitty, guys. Harf. Like it's it's really shitty. It's even when you're watching it, like that line in particular, because they do a lot of shitty things on the show. Sarah and I accept yeah. it. We know it's coming. We expected it. But this one in particular, you're like it like a what? This woman is seducing like an animal? Yeah, have you guys ever been like, whoa, that panther is definitely trying to fuck me? Anybody who's not a furry, have you thought that? Because, like, I'll allow furries, whatever. Because they, furries don't think that the actual animal at the whatever they're seeing, like, is trying yeah. to shoot them. They think that the other furry that thinks that they're a panther is trying to shoot them. And chances yeah. are, they're both. Like, that yeah. is totally right. That, that's if consensual. You, <laughs> yeah, if you feel that you're a spirit, not spirit animal, that's actually wrong, too. If you yeah. feel that you are a panther on the inside and you are going to seduce, uh, I don't know a lot about furries, uh, we'll say bear. You're a bear. <laughs> the other guy's you're a bear. A panther and you want to seduce yeah. bear. Yeah, and you, this, this panther wants to fuck that bear. You guys have at, because you know that you are animals on the inside, but you're being consensual about it. What they imply is that this slave woman is just so seductive as an animal that she seduces you as a bear, an actual bear. But the white white man that she is seducing stands no chance against it. Like, no, he can't even. He can't say no. Yeah, it's the vicious, seductive animal. Like, oh, it's disgusting. Scene. It's really fucked up. Yeah, the whole thing is really fucked up. Yeah, and they even make a point to say like, uh, they like Pike is weakening, like all of this stuff. Like they're like wearing down at him with this on the bridge. They say that on the bridge, like, oh no, Pike is weakening. Like he keeps going through all these really fucking hot things. For instance, animal seduction, yeah. and uh, he just can't be that strong. But she's not animal. She's a no. fucking human. Like a bear just tried to seduce him. How could he say no? How could he say no. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. So <laughs> terrible. Murphy, it's terrible. So he like it shows him like do like this face and then he like swallows because i guess he's like weakening and he gets up and he like runs through this door in the wall and he's in like this tunnel with some torches and he goes like back to try and find his way out again for some reason because i guess he decides he didn't want to be in the tunnel anymore but the door is gone and then he like turns around and she's in there and she's all green and she's got these fuck me eyes and oh, it's so uncomfortable. And then we change scenes and we don't know what happened there. But we are now with number one and Spock aboard the Enterprise. And they're talking about how they've made these calculations to beam down to the planet. And he's like, it could be an illusion. I don't know. There's a chance we might end up in solid rock. Yeah, we can't tell. There's yeah. there's like a there's at least feeling four other people with them. They're yeah. all hanging out. There's like a team of six. Yeah, in the transporter room. Two of them are women. That'll be yeah. important later. Yeah. 
And so they all go and stand on the, she says, number one says, any volunteers can back out now. And nobody does. They're all standing on the transporter thing and it starts beaming. And then we go down to where Pike is with Vina, like with her like arms draped over him. Like <laughs> you can see as they're beaming that only two only two of them are beaming. Happen. Yeah. And it's the women. It's the two women. And we are now in the cage with Pike. But she Vina. She doesn't even drape her like it. They no, make it seem like shoulder, almost. Like. Yeah, she well, she like clasps her hands behind his neck. It's not like she hugs him or it's like she because they're upright. It, I it felt very awkward when I was watching it to it see. Like it's not like she like falls against him and is like oh so relieved. She clasps her hands behind his neck. And like a now you can't get away, kind of like it's weird. Yeah, and then she starts freaking out because what has beamed down is only like two other women, and she's like, "No, let me finish. We don't need them." And number one's just super confused. She's just like, um, "Yeah, we had a party of six, so guys, uh, something strange is happening here." And then. Uh, Pike grabs their phasers and he's looking at him. He's like, oh, they're empty. He's like, but don't say anything like the phasers aren't working, but just like, we're not going to talk about it. And he's just like, I'm filling my head with like hatred and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they must be so confused. Yeah. He's like, be cool, my babies. Be cool. Don't say anything. I'm full of hate. I'm full of hate. (laughs) What? What? What are you doing? What is this? Why are you so mad? Why are you mad, bro? And then Vina's just like, um, he already picked me. And then the other girl, who we haven't really explained yet, but she's this ginger. And she's got like this cute little pixie face. But she's got the worst hair I've ever seen. It's like bangs. and But the, then her hair's pulled back in a ponytail that goes over her ears. It's like they tried to make a mullet out of long hair. Like tied back tied back like it's really it's like, stupid pulled over her ears but she does have bangs like yep she's just she's a very awkward looking young woman but she's very yep. pretty at the same time it's just yep. like the future hair in this she's particular cute. she is very cute she looks very yeah. young and adorable yeah uh. Uh, bless <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So um, she's like, what do you mean picked you? Like, she's very confused. Like, she she's definitely full of questions. And number one is like, hey, if you're a survivor, which, by the way, I don't know how she knows that. And I don't know. Like, she's, like, deducing so much from, like, the three that have been said here. She, well, she does. Because I think what they figured, well, hopefully, that they scanned and found some wreckage from... Yeah, space thing, which they know was eighteen years ago. So, and she says, um, "So your age then plus eighteen years." So she's basically implying you should be a lot older than you look. You know what they probably did? They probably had like the manifest on record of the ship that crashed because she's a human. So she must have known that Vina was on the ship. They must have like looked into the data banks of. Whatever launch, like even if it wasn't from the actual planet's wreckage, yeah. 
if there had to have been a record of it because it sounded like it was a scientific expedition. So maybe that's how she was like, oh, whatever their spaceship came here and who would it be? And yeah. maybe there was one woman that survived. That would, that would make sense in the 60s well, to just have her, one woman on a voyage. Her name also very well could have been Vina still. Yeah. That part could be true. Yeah. Either way, uh, she's like, I noticed that you should be 18 years older than you were then. Uh, but you're like 22. Yeah. Uh, but Pike is filling his thoughts with hate yeah. at this point. Like He's that's hate, like hate thinks. Just hate, 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 hate. <laughs> I'm and so then, mad. And then the aliens come in and they're like, we've brought you two more options because you apparently weren't into the one option that we gave you. So here's your two others. Like, Number one has a superior mind. She will obviously give you very intelligent children. Yep. He's like, this other option is young. She's got youth on her side. She's real into you. Yeah, by she's the way. super, super into you. So, Soups and into you. what did he said? Superior feminine. What does he say? Oh, I don't, I didn't write it down. It's like, I, the, I think, it's I like, swear to God, I did. It's basically like a feminine urges was that what it was it might have been superior female urges got female urges he like, says strong female drives strong female drives yeah that's, that's what he says she has strong female drives drives she real she real horny yeah unusually so. you're right i actually did write it down i just wasn't reading um, unusually <laughs> strong female drives uh-huh. uh, so and then i actually wrote in my notes 10 out of 10 <laughs> pick that one <laughs> no i, would I have number no one. i have no I would, faith in men <laughs> i would absolutely pick number one 100 so would i but like it's just in, i'm just saying like 10 out of 10 pikes would pick yeah <laughs> or kirk's urges or kirk's Unusually yep. strong female drives, whatever. Um, yep. Or intelligence, come on. So Fair. Fair. And he's like, well, if you don't pick, you're going to, am I going to be, like, punished or tortured? Like, I am not quite sure what happens after this. They have, pun- I, I wrote punish underlined twice, so I think that he is punished and all the lady folk are there, but they don't show the yeah. punishment they I don't think it was say just what like happens you have to pick or you're going to be punished yeah and he doesn't pick yeah, yeah he doesn't pick and so he you can see he's in the scene he's like the three women are there but he's just like oh uh, uh, yeah. well, like don't help me i have to focus on hate like i remember that and like but christine i think was trying to like help him yeah uh, yeah, and then we skip forward. I think they're all sleeping. They're all sleeping. Well, they're all just like sitting in the room. Like it's not no, no, because the girl's laying on the bed. It's all darkish. I think they're supposed to be sleeping, and that's why the guy tries to do what he does yeah. right now. <laughs> they the think that they're part, guys. yeah. My they think that they're <laughs> so everybody in the zoo cage is sleeping, and they're very my time. And then we go look at the elevator. And then Sarah. It opens. And the alien. He doesn't even. He doesn't walk. No. He doesn't. He just like. He steps out of the elevator. And then he like skitters across the yeah. hall. He's like the little kid. That knows they're not supposed to be out of their room. And he's like <laughs> going to the bathroom. And he's like. Yeah. <laughs> just running so fast. 
even though he very easily could have just been like, nobody's running anywhere. Yeah, like, he just could have made them not think he was there. (laughs) He can be invisible. And he's like, no, they're sleeping. (laughs) What I don't get is like, like, what's Kirk, or not Kirk, what's Pike doing right now? Just like sitting there, like thinking about hate hate but like he should have known that That they're not dreaming he's not dreaming yeah i don't know it was very strange so the whole thing was plot holes guys you know what sarah and i are good at fucking plot holes because that was a goddamn plot hole yeah if he was sleeping he should have been dreaming and that's very easy to read because it was it was my house but it wasn't my house and then like you were there but it wasn't you and i was me but it wasn't me like that's what a dream sounds yeah. like when you're trying to explain it so he like should have known that obviously pike wasn't dreaming because there was no thoughts at all uh oh, but yeah. everybody else apparently is also maybe dreaming maybe they not. really were asleep and he wakes them up with this terrible thing that he does or maybe they're all thinking hate thoughts <laughs> just everybody um, think about hate thoughts yeah, just yeah they're be all, primitive they're all just thinking about trump yeah uh so but <laughs> yeah, uh the alien is behind that door that Pike found earlier, like the little like recess in the Where wall. Where his food comes from. Where his food must come his, from. His and food he, like, hole. Like once it's open, he like reaches in and he grabs the alien and they have like a muscle tussle and he's like, gets the alien on the ground because they're not superior in strength by any means. No. Like choking this alien. Which for me, is a really uncomfortable scene. I don't particularly care for people getting choked. I it's I don't like it. Necks are like don't do that to someone's neck. It's just unless no. they ask you to. Oh well, yes, but then no. This is definitely that is no. This is definitely a consensual thing again. Yeah, but this is not what he's doing right now. Is not consensual. It is not consensual. No, I'm all for people getting choked when they want to get choked. Um. In, in like, a safe environment. Like, I do feel like choking yes. can be dangerous. Like, just make sure you know what you're doing and you're not, like, really getting, you know. Yeah. But he is, in his defense, trying to gain an upper hand. Trying to get the alien off? No. Oh, no. That's okay. not Sorry. what he's doing. He's, uh, he's, he's going to the baser instincts of survival. Yeah, he is. And he's thinking hate thoughts. So that this alien can't really get in his brain. Um, And then she says, don't hurt it. They don't mean to be evil. And then, like, it turns into this really cheesy, like, red gorilla monster. Like, it's really bad. (laughs) It's so bad. It's like like somebody took a shitty uh, gorilla thing and then made it red and but then they tried to like make you think that it was a real gorilla yeah it's, writing it's so shitty yeah it's and it's not a monster like i've ever seen before like i don't know either way it is a monster and it's corralling and he says don't do that i'm gonna kill you and the monster said that he turns back into the big-headed alien and he says, release me or I'm going to destroy your ship. And she comes in and she's like, they can, they can make, they can make your crew believe they're doing anything and they can destroy your ship. Like they can definitely do that. And he says, and I think once again, just like in the Corbomite maneuver, like I say that better when I'm drunk. Wow. 
Good Just job, like- though. High five, high five for that. Thank you. Um, Just like in that episode, he says, I think that you're more intelligent than to just kill for no reason at all. And that's a lot to bet some money on. He says he's gambling because it's no reason at all if that alien is protecting its life. Like, yeah, that's a real good reason to me. Like, yeah, it was really dumb. It wasn't the best choice. And then he's he says, I bet you that these phasers aren't out of batteries. And he shoots the window and nothing happens. And he says, are you willing to put my theory to the test on your head? And the alien kind of just like, I guess, gives up at this point and shows that there's a giant hole in the window where he pointed this phaser. No, he's like, um, I do not want to put that to the test with my head. So yeah. <laughs> correct. Good job. Yeah, you did job. it. <laughs> Way to be. Are right about that one. You're the champion. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Ooh, let's go through that hole in the wall. So they go through <laughs> the hole in the window that he just blew up. And we go back to the courtroom. And the screen has turned off. And the Commodore says, it looks like they've abandoned you, Mr. Spock. And he said, um, he, he at this point turns to Pike. And he says, signal if you if you want me to continue. Like, this this is your chance for life again, which is a little fucked up because he's not dead. Yeah, he's um, still alive. He already has life, Spock. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then Kirk's like, how? How is this his chance for life again? Like in a zoo cage? Like, is that what you want for him? And then Spock says, there's more to it. Like, watch. And then nothing happens on the screen. Like, Spock's yeah. trying to get it come back and it won't come back. Yeah. And decide to go to a vote and the Commodore asks Pike and Pike says guilty and then the Commodore says guilty and then Kirk says guilty and they act like it's this big crazy thing when Spock already said he was guilty. (laughs) Spock in the last episode was like yeah I plead guilty to all charges I'm absolutely doing these things that uh, we're talking about. This is that that's what I did and I'm going to do it again if I have to. But yeah, I'm guilty. Yeah. Absolutely. Guilty. Yeah. So they act like it's this crazy thing, but it's really not that crazy. And so the bridge calls in and says that they're in orbit of Talus 4. And Spock says that Talus 4 has the controls. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, bitches. You're not even in control. Like the ship. Yeah. Like you couldn't get control of it before, but now there's less control because they're now in charge. 100%. Just like just like 13 years ago, they're in charge again. So we go back to the screen, which is now suddenly on. Who knows why it turned off in the first place? I don't. Uh, no, we don't. Yeah, they are coming up the elevator into a like the top of the mountain that like number one definitely blew off the face of the planet like there's like uh-huh. no mountain anymore and she's like i knew it yeah god damn it up. you made me see things i didn't yeah. see they, they made me think i didn't blow it up but i fucking blew this shit up and i knew it I knew i did that um so they the alien says, you've attempted to escape, but you've really accomplished nothing. This is right where we wanted you to be. And they're like, so, now pick your wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> which which lady do you want? And Pike's 
they they have like this really interesting conversation the aliens explaining that you're going to repopulate our planet and we have all of this stuff planned out for like basically like getting like plants grown up here and everything like that and he's like i'm gonna make a deal with you as he's like charging up this phaser to explode basically and he's like you're going to send these women back and i'll stay if that's what it takes and the alien's like well you're bluffing because they're implying that if that's not what we're gonna do we're just gonna blow everything up and yeah and he like do it he like pushes vena back towards the aliens and he's like you don't count in this conversation and she's like well if it's this important for the humans like that we're not gonna do this then i'm gonna stay with you and they're all like oh what she's gonna side with the humans now even though she's very much pointed out that her fucking life is terrible and she's tortured and she's in a cage like she's a yeah she says she's gonna stay with the humans and all of a sudden these two other aliens come up on the elevator which is magically still working which i mean i guess i get like i have never seen an elevator where it doesn't have something to do with the top but this one must just be for all from the bottom because the whole top of the elevator is blown out it is also gone there's no top yeah like the whole thing's fucked who knows what that i i don't know how it's being (laughs) controlled but it doesn't make any sense even for that to happen because they took the elevator down. Yeah. Why would it be back at the top? But it definitely has like jaggy edges. Yeah. It's some, somehow they come up the elevator. Who knows how it happened? Yep. And um, they are relaying this information. They said that we finally revi- reviewed all of the records. Like this is the information that we got from, I guess they're getting this information from the enterprise. I know. I think that what, cause they already said it earlier that uh, humans have a really complicated uh, memory system. So I think what they're saying is that uh, we have, we analyzed Pike's memories and cataloged them and it took a really long time because humans have such a complicated brain system even though it's not like huge like theirs it's it's really weird and it doesn't make any sense and so yeah go okay i was just gonna say they they decided with this information that he has a unique hatred for captivity like their whole species does yeah which makes them too violent and dangerous to be a part of like they're what they're trying to do here and he's like they're no good humans are fucking garbage we're trash it's the truth we're the worst we are the worst um and we're free to leave and she for some reason feels the need to translate this and she's like he means you can go back to the ship duh bitch that's what he fucking said yeah, and that's maybe proof that she is not the mental superpower that she needs. <laughs> she's raising really... the next. Like, yeah, you you don't yeah. need her genes passed along. She's pretty, but she's not she's useful. She ain't smart. Nope. Um, well, she you think she's pretty, but she ain't smart. And so, uh, <laughs> either way, like <laughs> Pike's just like no apologies. Like, and they're like, well, you've condemned us to death. So you were our last hope. What more do you want than that? Like, yeah. here yeah. we are. You know what? We really thought that you guys were going to save us. Like, you weren't actually going to be our entertainment. Like, first of all, it's 
fascinating. Yes, you are entertainment, but we thought you'd come to our planet and then uh, plan all the plans on the outside and live here. They're on the outside right now. Yeah, but I don't think they can, like, do it. Like, have you... You as a, like, I have very dainty girl hands. If I try to use a shovel, it hurts. I don't care for it. I think that they're too, like, they've been living underground for so long that they can't do things like physical labor. Their bodies aren't capable of it. They have giant brains. Like, why wouldn't they just make a machine to, like, re-crop their planet? Well, I don't know that, but apparently they're too <laughs> dumb for that. Well, all they have, maybe maybe this is why, because all they have is illusion. They don't have any physical skills whatsoever. None of it. They've got nothing. They only have smarts. But they maybe said they're... that they've created all of these plants. Like, they, they have everything they need. Yeah, in, like, a very controlled underground farm. Have you tried to, like, just water something it's not that fucking hard i can even do that and i can't do anything i can't remember to do it every time but if i had to i probably could i i mean i water my plants every day like i and i I they probably don't even have like the hand strength to like hold a hose nozzle like they don't need uh, to they can like create a system to irrigate. I don't know. Like I don't know. It's uh, my guess is that they're they're very 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 smart, but they. I mean, you saw them. They're just brains. They you couldn't even see their hands at any point. Maybe they don't even have hands. You never saw if they had hands or not. I think their brains are so big, and they've done so much, and they can like can they can control people's thoughts. Like they're a superior, intelligent alien species. They can figure out a way to, I guess, like... Exercise and get stronger to do the things that they need to do. (laughs) I was going to say, like, uh, terraform their planet again. I mean, they definitely could. I'm, I'm like, I'm putting all in on the fact that they're too weak physically to do anything physical. But, like, one of them would be like, what if we just did some push-ups? (laughs) nope yeah hard pass one we die two we find someone else to do it (laughs) yeah and so far we could probably find somebody else to do it maybe that's maybe that's why they haven't done that so far because they were really banking on the somebody else to do it and then they were like you're our last hope and turns out i'm gonna have to do a (laughs) push-up I don't wanna. Okay, Chet. never mind. It all makes sense now. I get it. I don't want to either. Yeah, like if you could mentally trap somebody and give them the best life that they could ever imagine to do your yard work, like wouldn't you be like, "All right, that's <laughs> probably going to be the best for both of us." And then you couldn't find anybody to do that, and you'd be like, "All right, I guess I'll do a push up to live." Whatever. Anyway. At this point, number one gets transporter control back and she's and Pike's like, okay, well, let's go back. And and Vina's just like, no, I'm not leaving. But I want to call her Christine, but she's not Christine. Mm-hmm. She's number one. Number one and the ginger chick, uh, they do. They go back up onto the Enterprise and on the ship, all power starts turning on and they 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 beam back on board. 
They beam back like the ginger chick comes back first. Yes. It's and like they when they decided they wanted to go back, that's when they got to beam up because the ginger is just like, she there. It's there. instant. Yep. And then after she's fully there, then Christine, not Christine, number one, starts beaming up and you see her little yellow sparkle things. Yeah. And then, and then she comes and then they, yeah, they have total control of the ship again. And they're, they're like, all cool. But the captain, where's the captain? Because he didn't beam back on board. And we go back down to the planet. And we start seeing Vina for who she actually is. And she's like, her skin starts getting older. And she starts like developing this hump on her side. And she's, she's got scars on her face and like pustules kind of. Yeah, like a lot's happened. And this whole time that she's like changing into who she actually is still a human being sarah continue pike gets a he gets a disgusted look on his face yeah and she's she's just like do you see why i can't go and she starts explaining that she's just this lump of flesh because she was the only survivor and she's like, everything works, but they've never seen a human before. They had no guide to put me back together. Now, and what they imply, and this this is one of the sticking points for me. She yeah. was like, yeah, they just didn't even know what humans look like. So they put me back together all dumb. Just all but wrong. they have proven that they can just see in your brain. Like they couldn't fucking uh-huh. figure it out. They could see what a human looked like with not a humpback and... Not a bunch of scars and postules. Like, they really, you guys couldn't. Anywhere in her memory? Anywhere? She didn't have a normal human? Of herself? She never looked in a mirror? She never looked in a mirror? (laughs) Well, and also, like, the immediately after this, the alien's like, I had to convince you that her want to stay here was genuine, which it's not. Her only reason to want to stay there is because she doesn't want people to know that she doesn't look like a human. But, like... Stay there because she doesn't want to have to face the judgment of other human beings. But instead, she'd rather be tortured. No! She's only tortured when she doesn't act like she's supposed to, Sarah. It's... She's a... She is... She has Stockholm Syndrome, is what she has. And it's, like, to the point where she'd rather just think that she is normal like it's just it's so fucked up like yeah and so he says give her back her illusion it's not real yes give her back the illusion of beauty and he's like and so much more like they're gonna give her even more and like suddenly she's pretty again and like fuck you star trek like being like different doesn't make you so hideous that you can't like fucking figure out your life like you're not alone yeah because you look different because you you have like a different uh, like your body is differently abled like fuck you (laughs) oh it makes me so mad guys sarah got real mad i did because i like like, real mad i even call it an illusion like i have never been one for you know what's great just generically what everyone thinks is attractive that's not i'm not into that 
Sarah's real mad. I just don't like it. And but that's all that's like apparently what you need to be happy. But it's the the point that they're trying to make is that this is her choice. This is why she wants she wants to stay. She really does because at least here she's comfortable with her appearance instead of looking uncomfortable like awful where she like people would view her with pity and horror. But this is 200 years in the future. Are you telling me that in 200 years we haven't figured out how to just be like, oh, I'm a human. You're a human. You're just slightly different than me. Let's still be friends. Like, do you remember how racism ended in 1969? Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, humans are trash. So, no, I don't. Maybe in 200 years you're like, it would be awesome if we didn't really care about our appearance. But... I don't believe it. So anyhow, it is her choice. She makes the choice to stay there alone with these guys who make her fantasies all come true. And also torture her and won't let her leave. It kind of no. I don't think they actually torture her. I think that they did it first once. It is Stockholm syndrome, but now I think that they just want to make her really happy. Now, just magically, now that they know humans aren't going to work, they're just going to be nice to her. Yeah. Humans can't do the one thing we wanted yeah. them to, so we're just going to be nice to them. So we go back to the ship, and they say, "Hey, where's Bina? Like, is she coming back?" And he says, "Nope." And I agree with her reasons for not coming back. I just, I do feel like at this point, at least yes, in like the next generation, we would have been like, "Hey, like, you're not happy here. Like, come back, and we we will find a place for you. We'll make you like." feel like you know part of a community like valued everything have valued oh my jesus yep. like it's so fucking hard like yep. and we didn't get that nope at all for her no she just she goes with the aliens and she's like if i can't be pretty i can't be alive i can't and i then, guess i'm just gonna stay here yeah. and live in an illusion which i mean i also understand like the, i understand that i can never understand right there like I get it I am not in her shoes I can never know what she's going through it just makes me so sad that she wasn't given any opportunity to see that humankind could be accepting of her like because Mike was like oh you're right we're never gonna accept you the way that you look yeah well he's I think Pike is like what if you if this is what you need to be happy then go for it just like any other when somebody's like, this is what I need. And you're like, I support you in your decision. But that's like, if somebody was like, I, this is what I need to go join the cult of Scientology. And you're like, if that's what you need, go do that because you'll be happy. Like I've never personally, I'm never going to be like, yes, go be a Scientologist. I'm going to be like, Hey, can we talk? Because I think that. Uh, maybe I, you shouldn't. I think yeah, maybe but it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, to make it even like beyond Scientology, like if somebody's like, I need to feel happy with myself, this giant tattoo. And you're like, uh, uh, I don't know if you need that. And they're like, no, 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 I, this is, I want to, I want to look a certain way that'll make me happy. Or, you know, they need giant but, plugs or something like it, This is all physical things. Scientology is not a physical thing. Okay, it's a cult. But like, it's way somebody- different. As somebody with giant tattoos and plugs and things like that, I, I understand body modification. 
I don't understand. That not body modification. She just wants to look a way that she doesn't look. Plugs and tattoos are just body modification. That's your body that you're modifying to look a certain way. What she's doing is... Her body was modified in a way that she didn't want and wasn't okay with. And she wants to look the way that she thinks that she looks good. Yes. But she's, in order to do that, she's living with people who have tortured her. Conditioned, Sarah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you're not wrong with that, but there's, that's in order to live the way that she wants, she has to make sacrifices that maybe go against her values. And sometimes people do that to look the way that they want to look. Like a lot of Mormons get out of the Mormon church and they still have these deep held beliefs, but they dye their hair and they show their shoulders because that's how they want to look. But that's who they are. What about the fact that we're 200 years in the future and plastic surgery definitely exists to an extent. I know. Okay. No, you're right about that. I can't even argue that because (laughs) in the future... We we're beyond that, but she like, maybe she doesn't know that. They never explain that. Again, what you were talking about, they never have a conversation about her options. Yeah, they don't talk about up. it. That's what's fucked up about it. Yeah, it's it's not her choice to stay there, and it's not that Pike is just like okay if you're happy. But they never talk about like her options in Starfleet. Like maybe yeah. they can fix her all. Like maybe they can just like do a light thing over top of her and then d8 like they never talk about it actually i bet you she would be perfectly happy to be her own age in person just without like the humpback and the postules but you know that's not it like it's not like it's like the things that have happened to her aren't super hard to fix and i understand that the things that have happened to pike are hard to fix and they can't do it But what I don't like is that what they're saying here is that in order to be happy, you have to have the illusion that you are like everybody else. That's that's like the moral of the story. And it shouldn't be. It is. They they definitely leave off in a very like, did we get there? Are we actually at the no, end? I don't know. Okay. Okay, so like there. I don't I don't think we're there yet. No. So but she decides to stay and Pike yep. agrees with it and Sarah doesn't. Yeah. And we go back to the bridge. We go back to the courtroom actually. And yeah. uh, Kirk gets a message. Or no, no. Well no, they show that Pike is he goes back to the bridge of the ship and then yes. he's and like he- I'm the captain again. And everything's great. It ends like every Star Trek episode has ended thus far. Yeah. But it Except was for way, but way less douchey. Yeah. She doesn't say something like, wish she wouldn't have been a woman. I would have respected her more. <laughs> that is like a direct yeah. quote from Kirk. Yeah. It doesn't, it's, it's not like that at all. He's just like, <laughs> engage. That's what he says. Yes. And then we go back to the courtroom where Kirk is like Commodore don't you think and then he cuts off because guess what guys guess fucking what the Commodore disappears yeah he like he like it's like shimmies out it's just like a (gasps) shimmers away yeah Sarah wrote in her notes what yeah I have commander is 
fake. He's, he's not there. The commoner's gone. Fit. Oh my god. That's crazy. I had no idea. This I did not see coming. This was no. like M. Night Shyamalan shit. Yeah, this was jarring to yeah. predictable 60s television. And I bet <laughs> you that that's why it got such a high rating on IMDb yeah. because it really was surprising. We were su- we were shocked. We were like, aghast. The Commodore hasn't been there the whole time. And then the alien comes through and he's like, we thought, Kirk, because you're so great. That it would be easier if we went through this whole courtroom scenario so that you didn't take back um, control of the ship too soon so that we could get you here so all of this could happen. Uh, By the way, Pike is welcome to stay with us uh, with an illusion of a normal body because that's what you need to be happy. This is where I... You're in flame about this, but if I were like stuck in a wheelchair... And somebody was like, hey, I can make it so that you feel like you're walking and you feel like you're running. I'd probably be like, fuck, yeah, sign me up. I mean, yes, and I understand that. But what I don't like is that, like, this isn't a place where he gets to be with other people. He has one other person for the rest of his life. Like, But again, he already said, I just want to go ride my horse for the rest of my life. He doesn't give yeah. a shit about other people. Yeah, and like in his situation, I guess, sure. In his situation, maybe this would be ideal. And that's how we got here and everything is fine and yeah. it's a happy ending. But it's not a happy ending for Vina. Like, no, it really isn't. No. But like, although she does say that she's she loves him. I guess. So maybe I it's the love- Stockholm syndrome again. She's like, I love you. And now we get to yeah. be together and we can just, you can get your own fucking coffee out the saddlebag forever. It's <laughs> it just, it doesn't make sense. That part doesn't make any sense. No. So, so let it go. Let it go. They were like, just so you know, the Commodore was never there. Like from the point where you were in the ship following the Enterprise to yeah. now like he's yeah just we, when you're in that dumb shuttle you were alone asshole <laughs> just talking to i well i guess he was technically talking to like the keeper but yeah <laughs> but not a person asshole yeah and so they get at this point they get a call from i guess starfleet command and they're just like magically we're not gonna press charges we've we've yeah. temporarily lifted the ban on communication with Talus 4, like all of this stuff, which I feel like could be an illusion. <laughs> like, if you yeah. know that they have this power, like, are they just like making you think that everything's fine and that Spock's not gonna be court martialed? Like, and I get that that's not what's happening, but why suddenly is the real Commodore Mendez calling in saying that they've temporarily lifted this ban on it's contact? Stupid. It's real like, dumb. Yeah, he's like, everything's cool. Just don't worry about it, Kirk. Uh, it's up to you and that other guy. Yeah, you if he and- wants to go there. Like everything's no worries. Like we're I'm all gravy. Make and your so, own choices. And so Kirk asks Pike, "Do you want to go to there?" He looks for consent, Sarah. He does. And that is great. And I under like I I guess I like I I get that there is no fixing Pike. Like 
he like they have said it his brain is completely active and he is in this body that can never like and at least on this planet they can give him the illusion like or not even an illusion because at that point it's whatever his brain actually wants like which is better than like the literal nothing that he is currently dealing with because nobody apparently cares about his current situation or yeah. his anonymity. Like, I think no one cares. Like you're not a person anymore. You're just, no, which is fucked up because just, you're still a person. No. And just go, 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 go. No, no, no. Okay. Just go on. Okay. I'm just mad. Either I know way. you are. I know you are, but <laughs> we've only got a, an hour and a half. <laughs> we've got plenty of time guys. You've got plenty of time. So, uh, but he does. Consensually, he one flashes, wants to go to this planet and live this life, which I get. I just think it's stupid. And <laughs> then he asks Spock. He says, hey, Spock, could you take Pike down to the transporter room? And as he's leaving, Kirk says, I want to I wanna talk to you later after you do this about your flagrant display of emotions. <laughs> Which is, it's pretty it's, funny. You <laughs> said Spock, the word. <laughs> yeah, I did. I said flagrant that time. I, I wrote it down and I couldn't read it last time we went through this. Which was and it was flagrant <laughs> or fragrant or flagrant. Flagrant. <laughs> we don't know. But now we do. You did it. I'm like, very I'm proud of you. You did a good job. I still can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm you did flagrant. it display of emotion and uh, Spock says oh, I thought I was being rather logical and then they like laugh there's like a laugh track probably and it's like ha 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 and the alien comes back on at this point and you're watching like Pike and Vina in their perfectly normal forms walk into the destroyed elevator area together and Alien says, Pike has his illusion, and you have your reality. May you find it just as pleasant. Hey guys, it's Sober, Carrie, and Sarah. Ooh. And well, that episode was slightly problematic, but... Yeah. yeah. It's, I, and I know that we went off on it because we, all, we, we started discussing why we hated it when we were sober watching, and we try really hard to not talk yeah. about things like we will make little comments here and there but we try not to actually discuss what happens until we're doing the actual podcast that's why it's all so good right guys yeah. Woo! Yeah, um, we had a really hard time trying to like not talk about why that was awful at the end yeah why well it been i'm sure you know now and uh thank you for listening as mm -hmm. always yes and live long and prosper <laughs>